This is All Things Podcast. I'm Brittany. I'm Francesca. And today I'm coming to you live from my bed. Um, this is the best I could give Francesca. <laughs> for, for a point of reference, Francesca always is sitting in her bed when she records, but I am always in my office. But today we're recording late for me it's 8 23 central time in the evening <laughs> we were supposed to record 7 30 central time yeah but i just finished watching today's episode that we were going to review so yes so but- as soon as jessica logged on she said i can't with you not hello just i can't with you all i see is the brit's head just bobbing like <laughs> what um how how has your week been very busy it's okay somehow i feel like every time i have a four-day week it's like the craziest yeah. and i think it's because we're still trying to f- cram in five full days of work into four days and it's the end of the month which is typically a busy time for me at work so yeah yeah for sure how about you um my week was a three-day week so i was off on tuesday as well i had five days off which was lovely oh nice um and then, so I came back today was my first day back and I had to like, no, yesterday was my first day back. And there was just like a shit show waiting for me, um, which is like fine, but it's just like, I've had the same job for six years and the people I work with who have also been there the same amount of time as me or longer than me, like asking and doing the most stupidest things. And it's like, thank God I was out. Like none of this fell on me, but like I had to clean it up and it was just like annoying. It was just like quite a day in the morning. Um, and I have to go into the office tomorrow because it's mandatory three days in the office. And since I only have a three-day week, I have to go in every single day. So Ooh. I have to go into the office on a Friday for the first time in like months. Oh, that sucks. But apparently like a lot of other people also have to because there was like quite a few people also out on Tuesday. So I mm. won't be but it's so annoying because I like to sleep in on Fridays. Yeah. I feel you. <laughs> We started doing one day uh, work from home a couple months ago at work, and it's actually pretty generous because I do work for the government, so um, it's not that difficult that it would happen, but because of how my schedule works, I have to split my days, so I do afternoons at home and Wednesday mornings at homes, like afternoon Tuesdays, Wednesday mornings at home, like that's my day because I can't. Yeah. We can only do Tuesday, Wednesday, or Thursday. We have to be in the office Mondays and Fridays. Blah, 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 blah. Wow, that's a bunch of uh, government jargon. Yeah. So, but I had a really positive moment this week. It was actually today. One of my coworkers really helped me out when I was in a pinch for time. And it just reminded me that sometimes we need help at work. And it's okay to ask when we do. So, it was very kind of her. I agree. I think everyone should do something nice for someone this week. I think so too. Even if it's like just like holding the door open for someone, like make make a thought or like if someone's trying to cut you off, like let just let them. Mm-hmm. Like let 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 someone merge into the lane that shouldn't be merging. Be 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 great. Like give I don't know, have patience with someone this week. I think I think that that's a good Yeah. Thing. Let's not like die in a in a car pile up on the highway. Let's just let them pass. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I think a lot of people saw this TikTok, maybe, I don't know. And it was like, just let them. And yep. I thought that was really good. If your friends are going to go out for lunch without you, just let them. Yeah, that was a good one. I just saw that yesterday. 
And I think that 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 will be useful. Like sometimes you just have to let people be them. Like you just have to let people do themselves. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I think our algorithms are pretty pretty similar. Yeah, self help. <laughs> but we do be we do be sharing the funny ones with each other. So yeah, I did want to talk about the one video you sent me. Oh, that's what it was. You sent me um a video, and it was like your perfect night, and it was like friends from a group of friends that met after college decided to do a PowerPoint night uh to discuss like to learn to learn about each other from like pre when they all met and I thought that was really funny and I was going to ask you what is one story from your childhood that you think I should know and I know I know this is like off the top of like I'm, I didn't give you any time to prepare but well one of the things I was just thinking when you brought this up is that when you and Caitlin and I see each other at the end of the month we should do this we should prepare these before our trip and we'll do a powerpoint night I think that'd be really fun but a story from my childhood would be that um what what do you consider childhood like up until what age um up until like 16 oh okay okay so when I was in eighth grade um i won the principal's award mm-hmm. and it was tarnished for me because my english teacher thought that i knew i was gonna win and he mm-hmm. told me he made like some comment about it and i was like what and he's like oh you didn't know and it was like the night before the ceremony and it got ruined and i'm still kind of upset with him it's been 20 years but i'm really still bitter about the whole thing that's such a you thing. <laughs> what a Capricorn. And my my mom laughed because my brother went to the same middle school as I did. And he he like was waiting to get picked up. He got like suspended. And he was like sitting under the plaque that had my name on it that I won the principal's <laughs> award. He's seven years younger than me. So yeah. yeah. What about you? Um, I think a really important story that people should know about me is that when I was a child, um, like three or four, I was kicked out of um, Dutch Wonderland, which is an amusement park in uh, Amish country, Pennsylvania. It's very tiny. And I was kicked out because I knocked over a hat rack. Wow. Yeah. A my- criminal. I, yes, I've been, been a criminal since day one. I also <laughs> out of an Amish house. I think it was the same trip because I wouldn't stop talking. Mm, yeah, that and tracks. The person giving the tour was like, please shut your child up. And I just <laughs> couldn't stop talking. And we had to leave the, the Amish house. Jeez. <laughs> I, think the, I think that's important to know. That Good. I had places we never went back to dutch wonderland my parents like used to joke with me that um my face was on a wall that said do not enter i don't even know what this place looks like like i couldn't tell you how big it was i know it's in like a small amusement park in pennsylvania it's called dutch wonderland if you've been let me know okay that's a very like specific niche if you've been something tells me like you like also have a story to tell and probably should start a podcast well, for people that like grew up in New Jersey, going to like Amish country on vacation was very popular. Mm. I haven't had a ton of experience in Amish parts, but I will say that we did go to one when we visited 
um a, a couple friend of ours and their family in like central illinois and we went to this like amish market and there was so much stuff and the like food it was cheap the food's amazing yeah like we literally we went in 2018 and we like just finished the himalayan salt we bought like this year <laughs> from then <laughs> oh whoopie pies the chocolate milk the ice cream like before i was lactose intolerant like i was going in on the yeah. dairy products. yeah so today we are reviewing season two of the original l word series episode three yes called loneliest number uh, yes 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 yeah. i do remember but yes um i thought this was a really good episode i really yeah i i don't know i I liked it i liked the whole thing actually and i haven't rewatched this episode a ton so i think for me it was like cool to revisit it you know after not having seen it in so long i agree this is one of those episodes that like i've not rewatched like ever Mm -hmm. and this rewatch of us doing it with these episodes is useful because there's scenes that i totally forgot that now i could use like for editing but that's besides the point no Um, totally oh wow that happened because like there's only so much that are in scene packs um and it's like then you have to venture out and find things but if you don't remember where it is like i'm not spending time trying to find certain things um so the things just go by me but this episode was really good um it opens up with tina and bet at, with their lawyers at like a mediation type of thing or bet that yeah it's like a mediator type of lawyer meeting where they're going over like what they want to do and but it it doesn't I thought it opened oh no because I was in the previously on where like James is talking to Bet about like finding Patina an apartment and this that the other thing and like just trying to get her back mm-hmm. so Bet's offer was 10k that Tina can spend any way that she likes and housing would be covered mm-hmm. and I think like for 2006 that's like a pretty good offer I guess I don't know <laughs> uh, but also like no one knows that Tina's pregnant besides Joyce so like Bet doesn't know that she's pregnant I'm sure if Bet knew that she was I think if Bet knew that she was pregnant prior to this meeting, it would have been very different. Um, but also during this meeting, um, Bet is confused because Joyce brings up final separation, that it was like a marriage. Uh, Bet says, you know, it was a marriage and I don't want it to end. Because um, like Joyce said it was a marriage and then Bet's lawyer was like, it's not a marriage. And Bet whispers, no, it was a marriage. And I thought that was kind of really sweet. Um, and then Bet basically begs Tina to like not do this to us do you still love me? I said, fuck Joyce. And my thing with bet begging Tina was like, I, it goes two ways with me. One, when she was like, don't do this to us. I kind of hate that. Cause it's like, Tina didn't do it to you. You like you cheated. Mm-hmm. but like, And Tina should take steps. I don't think that maybe lawyer, I don't agree that lawyer should have gotten involved, obviously Tina, but Tina needed to find her independence. And if that's how Tina felt like she could do it, then great obviously looking back in like a grand scale of like things like things could have been done better but in the moment like tina had every right to like do this because tina didn't know what she wanted and like that's the thing joyce asked tina what do you want and tina's like i don't fucking know what i want Mm -hmm. um and then what's did i write um yeah it was just like all that fun stuff hope that's not what i wanted to do what did i just do i'm trying to no i just thought i could nope okay well anyway 
Uh, we also like this is an interesting episode because we see Bet is like falling apart a little more each scene that we see her in, like literally becoming unhinged at the seams. But also we see that like Tina is is kind of going back and forth too. Like you yeah. can tell she's not as like certain as maybe she was an episode or two ago about what she's gonna do. And um the next scene following this mediation is in my opinion one of the best bet porter moments of the whole series and the gen q as well when she completely loses it on the short man after there's a little car accident i i just watched it it's actually not a little car accident like bet's car basically was kind of totaled yeah so <laughs> like her car is like really fucked up i just like watched it like a month it's like great acting from jennifer though like yeah. oh my god this whole episode there was a lot of moments where i was like Jah. i was like Jah, god. i don't know why i'm trying to say i was just like ah like that she's so good she is yep totally but also so cut in between the car accident though is joyce talking to tina and mm-hmm. it's when joyce offers tina to stay in her guest house mm-hmm. and i don't know if like maybe i heard this wrong but i don't think i did joyce is like we all know that joyce ends up like hitting on tina but at one point joyce tells tina like good girl and i was like oh it was like yeah that doesn't sit right with me and then the next scene after the car accident is we're at the planet with bet and kit with bet and kit Uh uh-huh did you just hear my voice come back no Oh, my whole voice just repeated back to me. It was very strange. Oh. This is going to be a weird episode. Um, so Kit is, like, taking care of Bet in a sense. Yeah. And, um... What was I saying? Oh. So, like, Kit is taking care of Bet in, like, a sense and, like, being, like, a very good big sister. And then, like, Kit is trying to tell Bet. And this is also what struck me. And I that was funny it's like bet being selfish but also like kind of not where kit is trying to tell bet about what type of day that she's having and how like things aren't ready and how she's nervous about the planet opening at the end of the week that mm-hmm. was like tina's taking legal action i just totaled my car and and kit's just like what do you want for dinner yeah right should we go to mexican yeah no so. this scene really reminded me like how robbed we were of seeing scenes between pam greer and jordan hall like those two on screen would have been so epic and i i hope that if maybe they're gonna do a little twisting of a plot line and canon in new york um maybe kit never died and maybe maybe kit's around because i would love to see it yeah me too that is just so sad this whole episode her little puppy dog face god she's so good looking it's just very um she's so so sad and her curls bet porter for some reason i'm not season two with bet porter and her curls the best yeah best in season two of the of the og and the best in gen q yep i concur let me skedaddle to the next scene there's a lot of like i forgot like the shane and carmen stuff really started in this episode yeah and then jenny's carnival uh fantasy the flashbacks dream sequences um okay so the next scene with just bet in it is she's at work and uh this is the first time that we actually hear about helena peabody 
because uh-huh. what Franklin, her boss or whatever, he basically brings up um Helena and it was like, Oh, your people. And Bet's like, What do you mean my people? Like trying <laughs> to fish out of them. And she he was like, No, a lesbian. And that's like the first time that we hear about Helena. Uh-huh. And then Bet goes and rips a new one to the guy on the phone about an estimate. Calls him a dwarf. Yes. That would not fly today's TV. No, that would not fly in today's TV, actually. <laughs> yep. This was also the episode where um, Dana, uh, what, who was she getting married to? Tanya. Tanya's like trying to take 15% of her earnings. So she <laughs> to talk about it. Um, now where we go. Oh, oh, okay. So then the next scene, Tina's really not in this episode much. Actually, did we skip? I think we skipped a scene. I don't know why. It's written on here, but I didn't see it while I was scanning. The whole scene where Alice... Oh, no, that didn't come up yet. Maybe, maybe, I don't know. But the scene that I'm looking at now is Bet um, co- goes to um, Shane's house. Uh-huh. Um, and they're having like a little get together and Bet stumbles in drunk. And they talk about like, would you date yourself? And Bet's like, I would run away from myself. Yeah. She also makes a comment like, I thought I would just invite myself since nobody does anymore yeah and they have like a really tender moment when they have to like walk bet home shane alice and bet and bet's like again she's just spiraling and breaking down and they're being very comforting to her and alice apologizes because i mean i really do feel like alice has been taking tina's side and i think she recognizes that when they you know walk her home so yeah but it was a sweet moment it wasn't jennifer's acting again in that scene when she's sitting there in the chair with her drink so good and then she's in bed the next day working from home. yes okay that is me yeah <laughs> same i love this so much and she's like such a baby like i just imagine when bet porter is sick she is the biggest baby because tina lets her be oh yeah and now that tina's not there she has no one to take care of her and she has to be a big baby by herself but like what got me which made me laugh and i actually texted selena this so i was like bet dramatically touching tina's pillow so me <laughs> such a good scene um and then after that and then we cut to the plan oh here we go this is when alice was helping tina move in i don't know how it ended up on my list so close to the top of the episode but it did um <laughs> alice like is wanting Tina to come to the planet reopening, but uh, Tina also has to finish her proposal. So we learned that Bet and her are both applying for the same proposal by the, the Peabody Foundation. But do and... we know that she doesn't say it's for the Peabody Foundation? Tina doesn't. So like technically we don't know yet. Like we know, but if we were watching this for the first time, we wouldn't know unless we read between the lines. That's very true. But in this moment, Alice says to says you know bet's drinking and smoking herself to death and tina to be fair you're eating your feelings and that's when <laughs> tina tells alice that she's like i'm not fat alice and then stands up and shows her her stomach and what pisses me off about this part and maybe i'll get hate about this is i hate that tina says i'm gonna raise this baby on my own i'm like i don't that makes me so angry yeah I mean, who could have predicted that this is how it would have turned out, right? Like, 
I'm sure it's really complicated for Tina. Yeah, it is. I, I don't know how I would feel or react in this situation, but yeah. it just like makes me so sad that she's like, I'm going to do it on my own, which is like good for you, girl. Be, be an independent mama. But you did like get pregnant while you were still with Bet. Well, it makes me sad that she has to say that she did it without Bet knowing because she didn't think Bet could handle another miscarriage. That's also really true. Like she did it for her, like she kept it secret for her. And then, like, everything fell to shit. Oh. Oh. And it fell to shit because Beck couldn't handle the, the loss of the first one. Uh-huh. She also just couldn't keep it in her pants. She couldn't keep it in her pants. But it's, she did not cheat on Tina because she doesn't love Gina, Tina. She cheated on Tina because she didn't know how to express herself, which I'm not saying is right. It's very wrong. I do not condone cheating. But oh. she still loves Tina. She did not cheat because she didn't love Tina. Well, and so Beck goes on later in this episode to kind of explain that to jenny like she's reflecting and saying i don't know when i could have done things differently and that's when jenny's trying to like comfort her and be like no like we all make mistakes that's like i don't even know why you're talking to me like i wasn't really kind to you when you cheated (laughs) yeah that's just smoking a cigarette inside the planet just like are they outside yeah they're outside of the planet yeah she's smoking away I think that Mia Kirshner, though, is so beautiful in this episode. There's so many scenes where I'm just, like, captivated by her. I think later in the episode, they're at the planet in the morning, and Tina's there, and they're talking about um, what type of dick they would have. And Mia, Jenny walks in, and Jenny, I tweeted it, actually, while I was watching. Jenny's hair is so beautiful in this episode, the way that it's cut with the curls. Yep. Yeah. I did always like this scene with jenny and bet though i don't know why because like they actually did have like a nice friendship for a while until jenny wrote a whole movie about her right right <laughs> like, and i later really enjoy the friendship between jenny and tina yeah. it's ridiculous as it is i mean i know a lot of people have opinions on jenny but like her character was just one of a kind in this show growth and maturity is liking jenny Schechter yes understanding yeah. her as a plot point yeah um uh then we have tina's at bet's house while everyone's at the planet and to get her clothes and she sees the email from candace yeah she, well she can't help but like pick up bet's bed because bet's like left it unmade and i'm sure that, that that's like probably her biggest indicator that she's not doing well because that would never have happened when they were living together and uh, she's like freshening up her bed and she yeah she finds the email from candace and it's yikes and then bet comes home sees that someone's been there knows that it was tina see the email open i can't even look at it oh (laughs) and then jumps in the pool goes and drowns herself which honestly such a relatable feeling like oh jennifer deals just posted Mm. live reaction to jennifer what is this what a pride blessing to spend the day with red for revolution jesus christ jennifer (laughs) what is give the gays what they want okay (laughs) oh she's doing oh no never mind i thought i thought this was like for like her, her 
I sound so bad. Oh, I thought it was for her heart stuff. <laughs> uh, this is a post she's doing like audio recordings. Is she doing another audiobook? What is this shirt she's wearing? No. Oh, Red for Revolution is a narrative audio drama coming to you soon wherever you get your podcasts. Nice. That's sexy of her. <laughs> I'll listen. <laughs> wow, thanks Jennifer for coming through while we were recording. If anyone wanted to care wanted to know, we're recording on June first, so happy Pride. Yeah, happy Pride. See you and... in What's that? See you in twenty three days. See you in twenty three days, because I'm coming in on Thursday. <laughs> Which if anybody listen to the last episode you know that there, there was a live reaction to francesca finding out that i'm coming in thursday not friday and that i'm flying into jfk and in, not uh, newark yes um but back to the episode overall i think this is a really good episode yeah me too it really pushes the narrative forward it does it and does Jen- i believe it was 54 minutes like what how long are episodes in um gen q because they feel so much shorter it's 46 47 minutes i mean those minutes are crucial the, okay we had a whole we had two songs performed by betty in this episode and it didn't feel like it took anything away from the storyline oh. everyone had good equal time with their storylines why and every time i sit and watch an og episode i just think why couldn't gen q be like this but it's like that with a lot of shows what is the why how did we lose the formula like, how did Hollywood br- lose the, the, the momentum, the pacing? Mm-hmm. It, it, it's not on fucking commercial television. Why are they not 55 minutes long? Right. Why are we cutting shit? Yeah. But. Did you what? watch the Yellow Jackets um, finale? Of course I did. Will there be more seasons? Yes, there's going to be at least five. Wow for them yeah i know when um melanie signed on she signed on for five so i binge watch fatal attraction which is the remake of the movie from like the late 80s early 90s i I watched the tv series with lizzie kaplan yeah i thought it was really good and i also love joshua jackson so I thought it was well done. And Amanda Pete, Sarah Paulson's bestie. I love Amanda Pete. I love Sarah Paulson and Amanda Pete. I think they're such funny friends. Yeah. My uh my bestie and I always say like we're them. Oh. That's sweet. Yeah. I love them so much. I didn't know that was like an I forgot about that actually. I need to I need to watch that. What is it on? Paramount Plus. Okay, let me have it. Let, let's talk about Paramount Plus real quick. Uh-oh. I can't get in. Can't get in. I have the app on my television. I click it and it goes to a blue screen. It never opens. I've restarted my television. I've restarted my Fire Stick. I've relaunched the app. I've reached out to Paramount Plus support. I just want to watch the rise of the pink ladies. I just want to watch the rise of the pink ladies. I'm really sorry that it's going this way for you. Does it work on your laptop? I haven't tried that because I hate watching TV on my laptop. Okay. There's nothing more depressing to me than me sitting in my bed watching TV on my laptop when I have a 42-inch television staring directly at me. Okay. 
I you're 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 preaching to the wrong choir because I watch TV on my phone a whole lot. So no. And it's me watching half of this episode today at work on my phone was too much. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. I didn't mean to get okay. it. <laughs> it's gonna be all right. It'll be okay. I'm rocking back and forth. It's fine. Ooh. Ooh. Okay. You hit a nerve. Pride. Playing it from your phone, but then like streaming it to your TV from your phone. You can't control the volume and shit sometimes. Not not um not Apple Play or whatever. Oh, I use the Chromecast even worse. Oh, okay. Never mind. Solutions are gone. I don't know. I know, but th- thank you for trying to help. I don't know what else to do, though, about the Paramount Plus app. Like, I don't know why it's not working on the Fire Stick. If anyone else has a Fire Stick and you also cannot get into your Paramount Plus app, please let me know. And if you figured out the solution, please let Frank yeah. know because it's just ruining her life right now. It is because I just want to watch The Rise of the Pink Ladies. It's fair. I love Grease. I need to watch this show. Okay. I don't even know. I, I I'm assuming they're singing and dancing in it. But I'll never know. Guess we'll never know. <laughs> okay. Well, we got to wrap this up. I got to turn my air back on. I'm starting to sweat. Okay. This has been another episode of All Things Podcast. I'm Brittany. I'm Francesca. See you next time. <laughs>